Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. And that is right. You're hearing that correctly. We're back in studio today. Yes, <laughs> finally. It's been a while, two straight weeks. Uh, COVID riddled and not feeling the best, but we're back. We're alive. We made it through. And we are getting ready for some playoff football. Finally. Oh, finally. You say finally like it hasn't been the quickest season ever. <laughs> quickest quick as yes as a spectator longest as a as a fantasy participant uh, so fair, it, fair. it's oh gosh it's, it's just brutal but go ahead no <laughs> well i'm excited we got some playoff football on the horizon here uh today is wednesday uh, january 12th so uh, we got three more days of no more football until uh we hit saturday and a full slate of the super wild card weekend <laughs> <sighs> Six games this weekend to, to talk about uh, leading into Monday, which I don't really like that they pushed that last game to Monday. I think no. that's a little bit, it's a you, little bit much for for playoff football anyway. You would think with all the games being pushed over the last two couple seasons with the COVID situation, yeah. Now all of a sudden we're gonna flirt around and let's finally change and have our first Monday night, <laughs> you know, playoff divisional round. Uh, I don't know what round wild card like. round, wild S- card super round. wild card round, ridiculous. Brother. You know, I. Doing too much too soon, and I, I'm yeah, I'm not necessarily a, a you know a, a fan of this. However, come Monday, I'll probably be like this greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. But Fair who enough. knows? I mean, it is on ESPN, but we have some news to talk about, so we'll yeah. get to that. I mean, we'll it's going to be a regular old show here. We're going to recap Week 18 and the key games. I'll probably skip over the ones that really meant nothing, um, and then. We got some news, like I said, a uh, lot to stuff to get to, a lot of Black Monday news and yeah. some head coaches that are surprisingly fired, some that we expected and are happy about, and seeing what we're going to be doing moving forward. Uh, and we got game picks, and we got a little bit of a new style of game picks this week, so uh, we will definitely dive into that. But it all starts with the recap of Week 18, the <laughs> The first week 18 ever in the NFL, um, regular season anyway. Yes. Um, and let's go back to Saturday, which kicked this all off uh, January 8th. Big day. Chiefs uh, were able to, in the early game, pull it out versus the Denver Broncos 28-24. They get to 12-5. and They were right there with the number one seed for all of, what, 12 hours? That's about it. <laughs> um, but... They go ahead to get the win. They are now the two seed in the AFC. So nice win for them. Uh, a little bit shaky there for a little while. Drew Locke kind of had himself a career day, which was a little bit concerning in, in my eyes. But um, hmm. especially also with the Tyreek Hill injury, seeing how he's going to recover uh, from that and how much he's going to be effective uh, against these uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, coming up. But I think... A mostly healthy Kansas City team, definitely not the same amount of health that we saw them come into the playoffs with last year, where they were absolutely decimated on the offensive line. And Patrick Mahomes ended up getting beat up and whatnot. But for the most part, they've got all their guys there. Tyreek Hill's got a little bit of an injury, but uh, we'll we'll see how uh, they're able to get things moving forward uh, after. Go heading into this wild card weekend. I think this is going to be the first time we see Patrick Mahomes play in the wild card round. I believe so. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. So that's going to be a nice little <clears throat> twist on the on the weekend. Um, yeah. What did you think about this game? Um. Well, what what a couple little hidden gems that you can you can take from this game from from the game 
from this Denver game and going forward into the to the, to the wild card round. <clears throat> Fact is, okay, yes, team is banged up. Um, however, let's not forget the obvious. This is a very deep team and a very talented team. Yes. Um, and what we got to see in the Denver game was some of these hidden gems finally showing off their potential. The Miko Hardmans, the Brian Pringles of the, of, you know, the, these guys we've been clamoring for all season long. And just for some reason, they have just taken the back door throughout, you know, throughout the regular season and just kind of just been coasting. But when really pressed and if they if some of these defenses have been going out of their way and defensive coordinators with these schemes to make sure that they stop, take out Kelsey, take out Hill. Yeah. And so who else are you going to beat you? You know, and it's not necessarily was, well, you know, um, Kansas City relies on the run game. You know, no, they utilize the run to help set up the pass kind of in their in their scheme. But with that being said, the Pringles, the Demarcus Robinsons, the you know, the, yeah. the Miko Hardmans, the um, oh my God, what is the the tight end? The, the, was uh, it Blake? I can uh, never remember this dude's God, name. Oh, is it Blake Bale? I believe I I want to say is that, but I could be wrong. Uh, I got him as. Oh uh, man, it's messing up my little take here. Oh, he didn't even don't even get a reception in no, the last game. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> but he's the other guy. Yeah. Where you know, I mean, hell, and every now and again, not necessarily last week, this past week that was just passed, a Josh Gordon sighting. You know, it just gives an opportunity for these other guys to just step up. So it gives me great. <laughs> you know, uh, I have a lot of good feelings about going forward you know when they face pittsburgh if especially if they're trying to take their first their number one and number two option i mean my goodness you got all these other slew of receivers and you still have a very very good run run um uh, running um committee that they have over there so um i i i love nothing but optimism for me i i and, and it was enough to get them past a very Stiff-necked, hard-out Denver team at home, playing in mile high in the thin air and all yeah. of that good stuff. And so I was—I'm not shocked of what the score was, but you know, and I'm not shocked of the outcome. And it's just Kansas City did what they needed to do. They turned it on when it was necessary, and they was able to put this team away in la- in the fourth quarter and pretty much move on, sustain. You know, they're the number two seed because you know. Tennessee didn't want to cooperate. And, you know, <laughs> Houston almost got them. But Tennessee has not cooperated all season long, and we'll get to them in a little bit. But no, and I, it is what it is. And great congratulations, got the number one seed finally. We'll <laughs> see what you do with it. But you know, from that point on, we'll see if the Super Bowl really is going through Tennessee. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I my only thing is is that. I don't think it should have been this hard nose of a game, regardless of where the game is being played. So I, they held them to under 25 points, the the Kansas City defense did, which is what you're going to need. But when Kansas City isn't scoring over 30, it, that is a little bit too close for comfort for me when I'm watching this team <laughs> uh, against the Broncos team, because you are going to have to go up against the Tennessees, the Buffaloes, the New Englands, for that matter. Right. Like this, there, there's going to be some... Some really tough teams that that have the offensive firepower to put up more than what Denver can with Drew Locke. And when Drew Locke is scoring a 30-yard scramble touchdown on you, like, come on, Tyron. Come on, uh, uh, Shaheen, or what's the dude back there? Uh, Sorensen. Like, all mm-hmm. these guys, I, I want to see that defensive backfield 
really step up a lot more um, and, and start making some plays uh, in the playoffs because it's really going to come down to when they can hold teams under 20 points and how the offense is going to be able to function without Tyreek Hill, if that is the case. Right. Um, no, it's not by no means is he for certain out for the rest of the season or anything like that. I do have some worries about him heading into this next game, Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, just being that he did injure that in pregame and just did not never looked right on the field. And it was just like, oh, okay, that that's a little bit concerning. But yeah. For the last half of the season, the guy that I've been the most impressed with, outside of the back, the the running backs on this team, for wide receivers and playmakers, McCall Hardman has really, really stepped up over the last six, seven games in Kansas City. And when Tyreek Hill comes back at full force or while Tyreek Hill is out, I think Patrick Mahomes has kind of cultivated a a nice uh, rapport with Miko Hardman to to start what we said at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he can be that number three guy, that number three threat. And hey, eight receptions for 103 yards, that is going to torch anybody's defense when that's your number three guy doing that. Right. So that that is the promising aspect of it. The defense is still a concern. So that is just kind of really what was kind of flip-flopped between uh, the first half of the season and the second half of the season with Kansas City is first half of the season, the defense or everything was going wrong. And then the second half, the defense started playing a, a lot better. Offense was a little bit down. Now the offense is up and they're, they're back to what we expected them to be. And now the defense is where we expected it to be too. It's like they can't really get on the same page at all. And if they can now hit the ground running for the playoffs this is going to be one of the scariest teams. I think they're still the best team in the in, in the AFC right now, uh, for that matter. Uh, but it is going to be an interesting sight to see how this team responds and what they're going to be able to, to finish bringing everything together, kind of wrap it up in a neat little bow for this playoff run. Mm-hmm. So, other game that happened on Saturday, Cowboys absolutely trounced the, the Eagles, 51-26, uh, Eagles B team anyway. Uh, they sat the, all of their guys, and but I do think it was a nice little tune-up game for for Dallas. I think they needed this. Uh, I agree. Um, <clears throat> definitely, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a you know division rival game at the end of the season. Generally, playing for something, and I think even for Philadelphia, I don't, I don't think they necessarily wanted to lose. Definitely didn't want to lose the way they did. But <laughs> well, at, at the, the end of it, time, they were just like, you know what, everybody out. <laughs> I guess they, you know it was was it uh, was a win going to move the needle for them? Were they going to move another? Uh, they could have possibly if San Francisco would have lost, they would have moved up to I think six uh, right. instead of being at seven, uh, which would have been the only thing that they could have done. Um, but I think with San Francisco winning, there was no way they were moving at all. Got it. So, so um, with that, um, I don't have. With everyone, I don't have a whole lot of concerns on the Philadelphia side. Um, for Dallas's aspect, I like what I've seen. Um, you could sit there and I know we've been talking about they need to dial it in, you know, kind of just sit down and rest your players, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, at the same time, I can kind of understand them putting a pedal to the metal because, you know, you can sit there and, you know, do all that in week 18 and then you okay they let's just say they end up still with the two seed or the three seed whatever wherever they sit sat show up for the wild card round and then come out flat you know just 
I've seen teams do it all so many times. I get that, but I'm not saying Zeke that was gonna hasn't happen. Looked good all season long. It probably won't even matter at this point. You I, just I, lost Gallup. I think the, they just gonna just roll, run to the wheels fall off at this point because, and I'm saying it's because it's Dallas because yeah. Dallas's expectations has been and the quotations here I, have been just through the roof for all these years, which is kind of interesting because I'm not really a Dallas. You know, person. I'm not a person who really watched, followed Dallas Cowboys like that over the course of my my life. So to see them win those three Super Bowls, it was just me as an NFL fan just watching. It was like, oh, Dallas made it again. Thank goodness it wasn't Green Bay. Thank goodness it wasn't San Francisco because those are the teams I got sick of watching. All they, yeah. they were the ones that were trying to dominate during during that time, and Dallas just stepped in there and, and three out funny. of they're gonna have to play San Francisco, <laughs> which makes it very interesting because. It was a lot of years they would avoid each other, and it was all of a sudden it would be Green Bay got in the middle of it, and then if it wasn't Green Bay, every now and again it was the Giants. You know, it it would be something like that, and oh, but let's sprinkle a little bit of Washington in there. You know, yeah. that that's just what you've seen, and you know, you didn't see really anybody else in the NFC coming out. So, um, a little blast from the past. So I I know it's a little nostalgic for me, so I, I I'll take it. I'm know? excited for the match. I think that's one of the best matchups but of the weekend. I'm excited about Dallas. Just in general. Uh, yes, they lost Michael Gallup, but let, let, let's be for real. Michael Gallup was lost virtually the whole year. That anyway. is true. So they have done mostly all of their good good deeds without him, technically. For sure. But to me, I just – I wish they would have rested Zeke, let him get as healthy as freaking possible for this game because if, he if he's at 80%, that is a deadly duo of him and Dak. Uh, but without him, Dak becomes pedestrian because they don't have any distractions on the field. Uh, right. Even especially with Tony Pollard now being injured as well, it's just like, okay, what the heck? Like, why? Why are we even doing this? And we, then you're, you could see throughout the, the the midday games, you're watching coaches like get some get some news from the assistants. They're looking up at the video board to see who scored in what other game and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They know what's going on around the league. There's too much technology for them to not know what's going on around the league, even in the midst of a game. So when they were seeing other teams go up, Tampa Bay absolutely trouncing uh, the, the Carolina Panthers in the second half. It's just like, okay, pull everybody. Like we're not, we can't move up. We're we're not going to be in any better situation uh, if that's what we're looking for. Regardless, so might as well just dial, phone it in, just wrap it up right now, and we'll we'll see what we can do next <laughs> next week. I get it. Um, I didn't see the. I did not actually watch the game, but I mean, he did. Stat line is eighteen for eighty seven. That's not a bad night. It's not, but again, it's also against Philadelphia's B team, which we already know Philadelphia's not a deep team to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, they're not a deep team with their A team. So it's just like... So all they, they, put, they put all their defensive starters to? They didn't play virtually anybody. Okay. So, like, Philadelphia was just like, yeah, we're, we made the playoffs. We're, we're good. They like, they're like, we're, we're fine where we're at. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, they pulled every... Like, nobody played for Philadelphia in this game. Got it. Okay, uh, I, I just just wanted to make sure. Yeah, right, let's, um, yeah. Let's, keep it let's move on to Sunday here. Uh, great day. I didn't watch many noon games because I was in the stadium watching the Vikings to make a second half comeback against my Bears, but we'll get to them in a second. <laughs> uh, well, quickly here. Bengals dropped the, the final game. They didn't play Joe Burrow or virtually anybody in this in this game uh, against the Browns. Browns get a 21-16 kind of moral victory over the Bengals. 
nothing major there. Lions get to stick it to Green Bay, uh, 37 to 30. Uh, Jared Goff's career day uh, just absolutely played insane. Which BS. Uh, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, eight receptions, 109 yards and a touchdown. He had himself a day. Uh, and the Packers, for some reason, for a whole half, still trotted out Aaron Rodgers out there like there wasn't any risk of him getting injured. Uh, but fortunately for them, he does not uh, go down with any injuries uh, and does get another week of rest because uh, they do have the bye. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the Vikings made a second half comeback versus the Chicago Bears. Chicago looks so good the first half. Defense was playing out of their mind. Vikings just looked like the Vikings. They sucked. And out of nowhere, I just this this it's games like this is the reason why Matt Nagy needs to be fired. This, this, the, first of all, the fourth down play calling in this game, I had a great seat. I, I'll show you the the, the picture I took because you get to it's basically you get to see it in the Madden view. Okay. From like right head on. Uh mm-hmm. but I was off to the side a little bit. So you don't have like the goalpost in the way or anything like that. You just, you get mm-hmm. to see the whole field, but you get to see it from that from that Madden angle, which was really nice watching the play. I was watching guys scream wide open. Andy Dalton missed uh Marquise Goodwin multiple times on, on the corner routes. He was wide open like naked open. Like there's nobody within ten ten yards of him. How many consecutive games has he started this year? At any given point. Good good one? No. Dalton. Uh, Dalton. Uh, none. He's never. No, put... wait. Because he did, did. I can't even remember. Did he start last week? I think he did. He did last week. So did he get to start? In the... No, I'm sorry. Not not last week. The week before. Week 17. I, I'm trying to remember if that was Nick Foles or if that was. That was Andy Dalton. I want to say Dalton and it was Foles the week before that. Okay, so Dalton would have one time he would play consecutive games. Seventh, week 17 and week 18. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can count weeks one and two because he did start yeah. that game. But he didn't finish the second Actually, game. Actually, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't finish the second game, yeah. Wow. So he, okay, that's what I was – because I could not recall him having – I know he just kept here, there. It was weeks one and two and like, then 17 and 18. So uh, I said all that to say, man, what do you even expect? The man barely played this year. I get that, but he still he still practiced with the ones all week. In 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 those were because the first one that happened, not hitting back. The first one that happened was a the designed rollout, the 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 Matt Nagy special, the 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 boot, uh, the naked bootleg. Mm-hmm. And Godwin was in a slot. He runs a corner corner route, and we're we're in plus territory already. I mean. I will say this, Khalil Herbert as a returner, I mean, if we don't have Jakeem Grant, Khalil Herbert is a fantastic return guy. <laughs> I, But outside of the fact that he's also a really good running back, but mm-hmm. not the point. Running that play, usually the guy who runs that corner route is Cole Komet, which gotcha. is your number one option. Cole mm-hmm. Komet was actually on the line, so he ended up running the shallow cross. Okay. So... When you look at that play, it's like, all right, his first read should be Godwin. Or mm-hmm. yeah, God no Goodwin, rather. Not Godwin. I wish Godwin. we had Godwin. <laughs> they get confusing. I understand. Uh, Go ahead. Marquise Goodwin is running that. So I'm like, all right, I'm watching Goodwin on the, the, the entire play. And he makes his break and man, I don't know who that safety was that he shook, but oh my God, it looked it was beautiful. He was so open. And I was like, just throw it. And Sydney's looking at me like, what are you looking at? And I'm like, he is 10 yards open on the other side of the field. Like, just let it go. And that was one of the things that I took away from the game. It's watching 
the Bears play in real time. God, just play. Stop thinking. Just trust. Just trust your practice because the wide receivers are doing everything right. Right. They are getting open. They are creating separation. And it's just like, all right, QB, play. Throw the ball. Trust the practice. Trust that your guys are going to be in the spot. And you got multiple times, especially on the fourth down plays, where it's like, all right, Cole Komet screaming wide open. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham wide open. This is a designed play for fourth down. And I'm like, okay, Matt Nagy, those are actually good plays. They're just executed horribly by Andy Dalton. And it's just like, dude, play the game. Just throw the ball. Let it go. Let it fly. All right. Just throw it. <laughs> like, it, If you throw the interception, you throw the interception. And then in the second half, that's exactly what happened. Fourth quarter multiple inter- inter- interceptions and it's just like it was a contract game for Andy Dalton. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It really wasn't. And I was just sitting here like, wow, I I've watched multiple times these guys get wide open, screaming wide open, and it's just like they won't let it go. They won't like Andy Dalton just will not let the ball fly. He is too conservative with the football, and it's just like I really wish uh Justin Fields would have been healthy for this game just cuz just to see just to see him in live action mm-hmm. would have been insane to see what he would have done with with just the 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 play calls that were made for Andy Dalton. I think were fantastic. And if Andy, if Justin Fields is in there, I think we we run away with this thing fifty to to ten because the defense was playing insane this entire game. Gotcha. <clears throat> so that's that. Um, I I just had to get get my two cents in based off of being at that game. I'm going to uh, take but, it that that story was the segue to talking about that game. Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, another game that we don't really have to spend any time on because I n- neither watched it or cared about it. Washington, <laughs> uh, 22-7 to over the Giants. This is the game that got uh, Joe Judge fired. Um, is it really? This one singular game? <laughs> I think so. I did watch some stuff from this game afterwards just because it's been kind of the talk of the last 24 hours since Joe Judge has been fired. I think he could have saved his job if he would have had a couple of different play calls in this game. Uh, but they're neither here nor there. He's gone now, and we'll we'll talk about that in the next segment. disgusting stat from this entire oh, game. Go ahead. Just a disgusting stat. Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, it, it must be a typo. He rushed for 146 yards in this game. Sure did. Where the hell? Carries, 146 yards. Where in the hell was Antonio Gibson in Week 17? Uh, and and why were you not on my fantasy team, helping me win the title? And thank, I just want to thank you because that 146 for 21 carries and a touchdown, that thing I've been waiting for all year long out of you, even with the broken or the fracture shin and all this and that. Never came to a fruition until week 18 when the fantasy is officially over. I just want to thank you, Parsons. I, I was just so disgusted by that stat. Like, what? Because he's only he's on a long list of, I have like half my team, which is like, where the hell was y'all last week? <laughs> so I just want to throw you. that out there. But go ahead. That's fine. I uh, But yeah, you know, you gave me a great segue. You want to talk yeah. about disgusting? Yes, please. What the hell was that, Indy? 26 to 11? Grab the floor. I I am you like you, you said disgusting. Yeah. I I I defensively, coaching Carson Wentz, offensive line Jonathan Taylor, everything was wrong about this game. Everything. See, this game reminds me of my fantasy team from last week. 
Everything, look, it's Jacksonville. It's your opponent. It was a they have the one. number one freaking pick. They have it for a reason. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I would have lost everything on this game. If this was like a lock pick, this would probably I, been my number one lock pick. Like, I don't understand the stat that they can't win. In, they haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. I don't understand this. What is it about Duval County? That makes Indy play like the, like, oh my, this, they played worse than what Jacksonville has looked all year. It's, I, I don't know. I, and maybe this is just a foreshadowing of things we did see that was wrong with the team off and on, but it was just got magnified in this game. But it, it completely backfired and blew up in their face because at the end of the day, look, black, keeping it all black and white, you have no effing business losing to Jackson. Nobody does. At this stage of the year. <laughs> I don't care if it's at the end. Because I have to really be serious. You know, you know, when we say it's week 18, what does this team have to play for? What is it, you know? You know, and some teams have something to play for, yeah. and others have absolutely nothing. Jacksonville, please, on any bulletin board, anywhere in y'all facility, you tell me what in the hell was y'all playing for? I'm serious. Don't tell me I was trying to live on the winning node for next year. That's bullshit. No, I know what I think it is, is at this point, right? It's simply to me, what they did was just like, no, we're going to stick it to you. We want to eliminate you. The fact that they even let them. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like how the funny thing is, is that you have fans walking into this game, wearing clown suits because they're so disgusted with the franchise. And all of them are like, yeah, we're going to lose this game versus Indy. It's fine. But we, we really want to make a statement to, to, to the ownership group so that they know that they need to make some changes here and whatnot. And all I can say, thinking about it, it was just like, oh, this isn't going to go Indy's way. Like, it, it just, from the first snap, it just did not look right. And I don't know if that's Frank Wright not being able to get his team prepared for a, a basically a playoff game for them. And I don't know if it was Carson Wentz, the pressure became too big. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor just said, Hey, I'm done. I've, I've made my MVP bid. I, I've done what I can. I don't know if the defense said, Oh, we, we've, we've, we've played. We've been one of the best defenses all year long. We're going to let Jacksonville score 26, 26 points. <laughs> This team doesn't score over 20 in what? Like, I don't... They just got beat by New England, the team that you went into their building and absolutely dog-walked. Right. They just got beat by that team 50 to 10. Yeah. You can only muster 11 points? Three points in the first half? Three points going into the fourth quarter? Yeah. I... I, Disgusted. I'm looking at their scores and over 26. I'm not I'm, over 20. I I don't. I, they got over 27. Uh, did they? I don't remember it. Hold on. I'm, let me just do your first stat here first. And um, and they won their first game tw- by scoring 23. The other one by nine. And that's it. 20, 26. <laughs> I mean, they scored 21 against the Jets and lost. They scored. Uh. Yep. Keep going. Twenty against the no, they wait. That was twenty three when they went to Dolphins, but they twenty one versus the Bengals, Bengals. and twenty one versus the Texans. You scored over twenty points in 
three games. In four games, or five games rather, what you only mean? won two of them. You lost the other three. In all other games, you couldn't score over 20 points. And you're going up against one of the best defenses in the NFL in Indianapolis. So and arguably, that was their best win of the season. Wow. Arguably, game. that is their best win of the season. I'm only saying that. Well, yeah. Uh, first the, like they beat the Dolphins they while the, the Dolphins were in a seven-game losing streak. They beat the Bills. That was just a disgusting game by the Bills. Nine to six. I'm still not impressed by that because you only scored nine freaking points. You okay. kicked three super, damn field goals. Super defensive game. What are you talking about? Absolute trash. And <laughs> the Colts played worse than 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 the the Bills did that day. Because nope. keep in mind that 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 touchdown and in, in that two point conversion came in garbage time. That's true. <laughs> oh my god, disgusting. I, I have no other words for that game. Um, let's keep it moving because that that one just I I, I was Man, that one broke me and that one opened up the possibility for so many things to happen moving forward for the rest of the day and it happened in the very next game. Steelers get the win, sixteen to thirteen <laughs> in overtime with last with a not a last second field goal but a game winning field goal by Chris Boswell um, to get to nine seven and one again. Mike Tomlin making sure he doesn't have that losing season so. Good on you for that one. But oh. 16 to 13. Baltimore, you suck. I, 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 I'm, this is probably, and when we start talking about the most disappointing teams and stuff like that, Baltimore is going to be a team that's in that mix. So we'll have that discussion at the end of the year when we're recapping stat. everything. Another disgusting What's stat. that? Latavius Murray. Hmm. <laughs> really? I don't even know if he's ever scored. Rush for these many yards in the game. 16 so. carries, not 26, 16, 16 carries, 150 yards. This in a dude time. averaged 9.8 yards per carry in this game. And they still lost. Yeah, that's true. That's just what I'm saying. It's, a, it's just a disgusting stat. Another one of these <clears throat> journeymen on one of my one of my fantasy teams. Who decided who, of course, they just sat at the end of my bench somewhere because I'm like, I'll be damned if somebody's going to use this guy against me at some point. So he just sat on my bench, and I was like, unless I, I just overwhelmingly felt I needed to start the person, I would have started him. He was one of these guys who never got, never seen the light of day on my team. Where the hell was you in week 17? Once again, because these have become another one of these week 18 sensations when it's all said and done, it's all the, the season's all wrapped up, and here you are. Now you want to show up and show out. It's too late. This back is not a you. fantasy show. Back to you. <laughs> no, I said back to you. I, I said what I had to say. Pittsburgh, though, they get the win, <laughs> and they open up the door for themselves to make it in. All they needed was for the Sunday night football game to not end in a tie, and we will get to that one. We will get to that one in a minute. After I see the recap. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> Yeah, because of fantasy, I just kind of bowed out on week 18. I watched the Chiefs game, and that was it. And oh, was wow. Done. You watched the first game of the week and didn't watch any other football. I was good. All right. It went Sunday, I just didn't even have it in me. Yeah. I just, it just no, I get it. Um, the Titans, though, uh, before we get to w- w- more of the craziness of the mm-hmm. of, of, of this season, the Titans got their win. They, they lock up the number one seed against the Houston Texans, almost squandered it. But twenty eight twenty five, they got the win. They pulled it out. They 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 didn't want to have to play next week. Um, and possibility of having um, 
Derrick Henry back for the playoffs, which is going to be interesting to see moving forward. Hmm. Um, Saints, they did what they could to try to make that bid to try to get that last spot. They beat the uh, Atlanta Falcons 30-20. to um, Bills, they go ahead and lock up the AFC East this week, or this past week, rather, uh, 27-10 to versus the Jets. And then this is what knocked the Saints out of the playoff picture. Overtime victory for the San Francisco 49ers uh, in the midday window here. 27 to 24. They get on top and 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 knock off the Rams, uh, opening up the the door for the Rams to uh fall into the wild card uh spot there. Um but the Rams uh do still end up winning the NFC West. The 49ers get their bid for the playoffs. So that was uh all these culmination of things uh in in this game. Elijah Mitchell had himself a good day. Uh 21 carries for 85 yards. Jimmy Garoppolo all he does is win 23 care, 23 uh completions for 32 attempts 316 yards which is that's got to be one of his best games uh and, but only one touchdown what did i say this guy does he does <laughs> hey, one just thing win. one thing he just win <laughs> uh, he should be in oakland um cooper cup though he locks up the triple crown receptions receiving yards and touchdowns all won by cooper cup this week uh, after having a seven reception, 118 yard in a one touchdown game, Cooper Cup is just different, man. That dude is insane. He is, <laughs> uh, and, and you know the guy throwing to him made my disgusting stat list too. I'm, <laughs> now you want to have a three touchdown game? I don't even care about. Yeah, the he also threw two interceptions. Uh, but, those, yeah, but when, when those you throw two, two absolutely inter- killed me but when in my get, fantasy championship. But when you have two interceptions with one touchdown and a fumble. Yeah. That's a little different than three touch. You know, three touchdowns go a long way in 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 fantasy leagues. All I'm saying is, where have you been, Matthew Stafford? Because for four weeks you have been missing in action up until week 18. He shows back up, but back to Cooper Cup because I don't want to take anything away from this guy. Man, he's that dude, and I man, I I didn't know what I was getting when I got him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I knew I was getting a decent player. I didn't know I was going to get a triple crown winner. And guess what? Yeah, I just want to spoil alert for all the people out there. That does not guarantee you a fantasy championship. No, just doesn't. throwing that out there. So squandered efforts here. So <laughs> moving on, let's go. Not a fantasy show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think Cooper Cup has been insane all season long. Um, yes. I just got to give him his props because this dude just played out of his mind this season, and I can't wait to see what LA does with him moving forward. Um building around not just Matthew Stafford and that connection with him, but building out the rest of this offense, getting some more weapons as they are going to lose some guys uh, this offseason. So, but hey, they're both in the playoffs. It was a great game. Uh, San Francisco, they got, they pulled it off. Uh, they made sure that they made their, their way into the playoffs uh, with this win. So congrats to them. Um, New England. Just didn't even show up for this game versus the Dolphins. Uh, they lose 33-24. to Dolphins, uh, congrats on another late-season win. Uh, they didn't keep them from making the playoffs. Uh, New England already had uh, locked that up. Uh, Deon- uh, sorry, not Deontay Johnson, Duke Johnson. 25 carries, 117 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, they just... This gives me concerns about <laughs> the the, uh, the New England rush defense. 
Hmm. You got Duke Johnson doing this to you, but, hey, but they kind of just phoned it in. They never play well against Miami this late in the season. Fresher player playing and just deep into the season than the Duke yeah, Johnson. This is a playoff team. But Duke Johnson had, I mean, he had a. The man had like a 15 week <laughs> grace period of just resting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, he probably, if mean, anybody was chomping at the bit, it probably was this guy. He got himself another contract for next year, but uh, <laughs> did not. Uh, this, for some reason, I don't know what about this game got Brian Flores fired, uh, but we'll talk about that in the next segment, so stay tuned. Mm. Um, Cardinals drop another game, uh, 38-30 to versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, that Russ- score is a disgusting stat. I just, <laughs> that is horrible. I could, I, I actually was pissed, because every time I kept seeing a ticker, because I, I would just flash back at the scores. I didn't, and I didn't want to watch the game. Yeah. I'm like, what in the hell is going on with this little seesaw <laughs> battle here? And why is this even a game? You know? Hey, Russ was like, hey, I'm leaving. But, hey, I'm leaving, I'm leaving with a bank. All I get from that is, is a stiff neck Pete Carroll just standing on his little morals and still on his little soapbox talking about what he's trying to build hey, over This here. is what you get when you get week 18, divisional, divisional week. Just rivalry week, and, which I sh- I shouldn't look at no further than that. It's just a rivalry week, you yeah. know. And th- you know what? They just got just because you're my division rival, I'm just gonna stick it to you. Yeah. And, but I'm from Arizona. You're playing for so much more. They are not playing for anything. And this is what I was saying about. I think that their defense has been playing above their weight all season long. Early on in the year, man, this defense has completely fallen apart. They have they they have become the polar opposite. Thirty eight points against this defense. They are this offense. I'm probably. all of a sudden hearing JJ Watt name come back. I'm like, oh my god, this is <laughs> this is not good. Thirty eight points. Hold on. I don't know if they ever gave up thirty eight points all season. And I am looking, and no, it has not happened. And it would be the Seahawks to do it. Of course, um, it would. Yeah, because they gave up 30 once, and that was just the Titans in week two. Wow. Um, I'm just going to get back to the whole theme of upsets. Like, that Indianapolis-Jacksonville, this Arizona-Seattle, they had to be the two biggest upsets that I've seen, even bigger than that Baltimore. Baltimore was a shell. I don't show. think that was an upset with Baltimore. I guess I mean, I'm Chicago losing to the Minnesota would have been an upset. But, hey, that's just me. Um... No, but I, I this is just that was I I have no words for this game and I'm 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 perplexed looking at this this uh this playoff schedule with the teams that are going in just like all right well let's see if you can figure it out cuz this is going to be interesting if we got just bad football going into the playoffs but right uh let's hope that's not the case um speaking of which Panthers just I I don't know what the hell that was. They dropped this game forty-one to seventeen. Uh, I think Tom Brady saw that. Uh, hey, we we got a shot at the number two seed, and they just they kicked it into high gear. They were just like, "Nah, we're 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 gonna wrap this thing up real quick. We're gonna get that two seed." Uh, thank you, thank you, uh, <laughs> L.A. for for dropping that game. <laughs> and Car- uh, Carolina, I, I think their game plan was to, to just okay, we're gonna go out guns blazing first quarter, give them everything we got, and. <laughs> And we just and after that we don't know what's left. It just depends on where we're at. End of the first quarter, I think Carolina only was able to muster up one touchdown. Ended up getting stopped at the goal line, four straight plays. 
<laughs> and I was like, okay, if they can get the ball right back, they still got the momentum. <laughs> my 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 curiosity didn't even last that long. The commercial came on, I flipped the channel, never flipped it back. <laughs> then I just started seeing the score just go. I'm like, and I think we talked real briefly about we it. And I was like, I was like, man, they look good, though. <laughs> That I think I if 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 there was a visionary award, I bowed out at the right commercial because yeah. it went completely off the rails after that after that play, and here we are forty one seventeen. As I said, <laughs> didn't miss anything. I obviously missed everything in the, in the fourth quarter for Tampa Bay because how do you give up twenty four freaking points in a game in which you're leading? I think what was it seventeen seventeen to ten? I mean, and then yeah. it just they just blow it. Completely wide. They blew the doors wide open after that. Uh, <sighs> it was it was not pretty for the for the uh, for the Carolina Panthers there. Um, that, you there was a a video that came out of Bruce Arians coming over to talk to Tom Brady and Tom Brady like it, it looks like Bruce Arians coming over to tell him like hey we got a real shot taking this uh, game. I'm hearing the Rams just they're not looking good the second half so you better turn it up and you just see Tom Brady's eyes just okay, let's go do it. And he sits back, he grabs the Microsoft tablet, he starts flipping through, and he just comes out, and boom, game over. It was just like, all right, we're taking this number two seed. Um, so there's, until they have to go play Green Bay, uh, if Green Bay even makes it to that point, things are going to run through Tampa Bay. So it's going to be interesting to 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 watch that, see, see how that's going to affect things moving forward. But if there was ever a game to culminate week 18, this entire season and you want to talk about disappointment you want to talk about just insanity you want to talk about analytics and and what you should do and and people need to be fired and and comeback stories and just <laughs> this game had it all sunday night football <laughs> what the heck was going on this game i was going into this game i was burnt out I wouldn't just game day live all day long watching everything that's happening across the league, watching the the lows of watching the the, the whatever the hell happened in that Jacksonville indie game. Mm-hmm. The the ups and downs of the San Francisco 49ers L.A. Rams game, uh, watching the Saints gut it out to to beat the Falcons. I mean, everything that happened, the, the, the insanity that happened in Arizona. Uh, the 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 Steelers Ravens game like I am emotionally burned out watching th- this get this, this day of football, and then and plus I didn't even watch the noon games I was out of I was at a game. All right. And it, by the way, so cold outside it was like negative ten trying to get into the stadium. I God I'm so glad that's a dome. It was freezing. I, I look if they let Minnesota try to be brave like Green Bay and Chicago and not have a dome. You would, oh, you, you'd be lucky if you you feel I, half that we stadium. We would not have survived if that was a, an I would, outdoor I game. I would never go to, to, a, to a Vikings game. I, I just, I cannot because I'm not comfortable in that kind of weather. Regardless, though. But, but go ahead, though. After all of that, I'm burnt out. I'm, but I'm like, this is the game. It all comes down to this. This is going to decide all of the AFC is this game. <laughs> And my goodness, did they just put me on another emotional roller coaster for three and a half hours, or even plus? Because this game went into overtime, and let's talk about it. 
the Raiders come out and they're looking like week one Raiders against the Baltimore Ravens, just punching them in the mouth. They, the, the Chargers couldn't do anything in this game. But no, we've got Justin Herbert, the, the guy that you want to see in the playoffs, Justin Herbert. This is, this is not the Justin Herbert against Kansas City. This is not the Justin Herbert against just playing bad football with no weapons or anything like that. This is what we wanted. To, this is the expectation that we had of Justin Herbert. No matter what, he's got a big arm and he's a smart player. He's a smart QB and he is going to make plays. Mm-hmm. Second quarter on, that's all this kid was doing. Making plays. I, It was insane what he was doing. He was spinning the ball like it was nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And for them to go out and play as well as they did to fight to get back into the game for one, the Raiders just did not want to go away, and they were never going to go away because, come to find out, Josh Jacobs is back to what we thought he was supposed to be in 26 carries, 132 yards, got himself a touchdown, just really making my fantasy third-place game just a goddamn nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it was just back and forth the whole time. After the first quarter, it just kept going back and forth. It just did not matter. What you did, you could not turn away because this game was going to continue to be riveting. And then it comes down to overtime. <laughs> I, if I'm remembering correctly, the Raiders got the ball first. They kick a field goal. Chargers get the ball. They kick a field goal. They've got, like, no time left. I think there was two minutes left on the clock, and they're driving. They're moving the ball down the field, but mm-hmm. it starts to stall out. We're with 38 seconds left on the clock. Third and I believe four from about the 43-yard line or so, mm-hmm. plus territory. And I'm like, all right. Basachu's not doing anything. He's not calling timeout. Brandon Staley's sitting over there. He's thinking about it. And then, lo and behold, we hear the whistles. 32 seconds left on the clock. Wait, Brandon Staley called the timeout? What is going on? Go to commercial break, come back, whole new defense on the field, hand it off to Josh Jacobs one more time. He gets the first down. And it's like, oh no. They go ahead, they run, they bleed the clock, they let it go down to two seconds. Send Daniel Carlson right on out. It's like, oh, this dude who never misses in Allegiant Stadium, he he literally, the two years Allegiant Stadium has been open, Daniel Carlson has been the only kicker for the Las Vegas Raiders. And this dude is automatic at home. He does not miss. Okay. <clears throat> he did exactly that. He didn't miss. He drilled it right down the middle. It was not even a question if that ball was going in or not. Right. From the second it left his foot, good. And then you're like, all right, well, the Raiders, they were, they were never going to phone it in anyway. It was, that was never going to be a question. Because, by the way, if this game ends in a tie, which everybody knows the story by now, this game ends in a tie, both these teams go to the playoffs. Chargers win, they go. Raiders are out. The Raiders win, Raiders go. Chargers are out. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. And my God, we see at the end, as everybody's dapping each other up, they last shot. Austin Eckler in, I don't even know who this dude is. I think he's the long snapper for the Raiders. (laughs) He comes over and he whispers something in Austin Eckler's ear. And all you see is Austin Eckler like distraught face go really 
Come to find out, they do in a little press conference with Derek Carr. I was like, yeah, we were thinking about it. We were going to take the tie. But they called timeout, and we had to run another play. Wow. The Brandon Staley <clears throat> called the timeout that ended their season. Okay, so explain to me <clears throat> what was Grant Brandon Staley's explanation of this timeout. So, Brandon, and I, I, for everybody who's killing Brandon Staley for calling the timeout, I actually respect it after getting the explanation. Because, yes, hindsight being that they're going to run the clock out and take the tie, obviously you don't call the timeout at that point. But Brandon Staley was looking at him, and even the Raiders said it. We were considering it. We did not make the decision that we weren't going to kick the field goal. They did not make that decision yet. But when they called the timeout, they forced their hand. They had to run another play. And even if Brandon Staley and the the Chargers defense could have stopped them, they they, they probably still would not have kicked the field goal. They would have just ran it out at that point. But... With that being the case, Brandon Staley basically said everything was moving super fast. It's third and four. They have they if they're not running out the clock, they have to run another play. And we know that they're not going to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. We were not in the right set. We did not have the right personnel on the field. Hindsight being, it really didn't matter because you put out the right the right set air quotes there and you still got ran for seven yards on on a single play after so much football has been played just gassed this entire team is and they still got the first down but i do understand it you want to put out the right package defensive package to stop the run you don't have the guys that you want up front uh, in the game at that point and you don't know if they're going to try to snap it quick you don't know if they're calling timeout you don't know if you're if you want to call a timeout yet you're just not going to leave yourself with no time left on the clock at that point, if they are going to go for it. So they call a timeout. Let's go ahead and get the right personnel group in and stop the clock wherever we can. Because if we do stop them, they'll run the clock out because they, they're not in field goal range yet. And mm-hmm. it's fourth down. They're not going to give us an opportunity to have multiple plays to try to hit try to hit a field goal or anything like that. So Unreal. It makes sense what Brandon Saley did. I'm not going to kill him for, for calling the timeout. Makes sense. It's the right thing to do. It's just now hindsight being with the fact that we know that they were thinking about kicking. They 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 were thinking about just finishing out and what we were all, all talking about would have been the scenario of them mm-hmm. actually playing for a tie to for them to both go would have played out after they already tried their hardest to knock each other out. We got a good game and we got the crazy result. Are you serious? Don't you think that some of the, the, these coaching staffs <laughs> – but it met like the night before at a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a private dinner and just had a conversation like, hey, look, end of the day, yeah. look, we can both go. We don't even even have to go through this scenario. We have a common enemy called Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's the team that's on the bubble. We're already in. All we have to do is just, look, you score a touchdown, we score one, we just hold serve. Hey, yeah. see you in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know that in the spirit of competition, people think, oh, that's collusion. Is it really? Because at the end of the day, for some of the stuff to see how stuff, you know what I'm going to, you want to, you want to know what is collusion to me? Jacksonville winning 26-11 in a fluke True. ass game. That's a, that's collusion. So with that being said, I would just say, I would, you would think, just saying, when you look at a scenario, like, look, there's a, this is a, it's a win-win here, you, but no, moving on, but I digress. To that, to what happened, unfortunately, it happened. Yeah, you know, 
god. And the Chargers, who I think personally was a bit of an overachiever as far as how the press was trying to mm-hmm. elevate them. Nine and eight, they're about the type of team I thought they were. You know, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying that as a in a derogatory sense. It's just more of a I want to remind people this is where I was at the beginning of the season with this team. Now, I I got to see a, a lot more. Um, well, now I, you're a Justin Herbert believer. Well, I believe that he's he's he's, he's legit. Real, yeah, you know, not that he was just one year hit wonder, and he can play. And I, but let me be very. Clear. I think that's the thing. I'm not that big I, on the charges as an organization, yeah. but I so. think that's what as an NFL fan, like take take Chicago out of it for me. I'm I am an NFL fan at heart. And I like I just love football. I think it's probably the 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 saddest thing that comes out of this is the fact that we're not going to see Justin Herbert in the playoffs this year. Saddest, huh? Sadder than Lamar Jackson? Not no, <laughs> not with that crap. Not not with that crap roster right now. Oh man. Okay. Hey, I, I know no complaints out of me. I'm just... I mean, Justin Herbert, the way he's played all year. I mean, and to your point, you did say that you thought he might have some sort of a sophomore slump. I did. I will say I he was not as good or dynamic as he was is his rookie year, catching everybody off guard and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But man, he can put on a show. I mean, he just did it for Sunday Night Football, capping off the the, the, he threw 64 times in this game. Oh, man. He's getting the, the, the Ben Rottlesberger <laughs> award. There. Yeah. Good Lord. 383 yards, three touchdowns. Like, he had himself God, a day. where's a Shane Falco when you need one? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and we're not going to get to see him in the playoffs is what I'm just like, wow. I would I'd much rather see him in the playoffs. I mean, I guess... Yeah, we we didn't get to see 2015 Derek Carr play in the playoffs, but I'd much rather see a 2022 Justin Herbert in the playoffs than a 2022 Derek Carr. Gotcha. So that's just me. But that wraps the season. <laughs> that wraps uh, week 18 and just the insanity of everything. By the way, let's just uh, talk about it here. We both went seven and nine this last week. Not not our best week by any means. We kind of we finished off the season with a dud. I was down. I was throwing it in. I'm yeah. Well, like, I mean, I don't think look, we phoned the goal, it in. The goal was sixty percent. I hit sixty percent. I did what I was supposed to do. Sixty-one point eight percent for both of us. We both ended up at six one hundred sixty-eight and one hundred four is our final records. Um, head to head, though, I am eight six and four. You are six eight and four. Get the hit. What is that? Like in our picks week to week. Okay. We tied four times. I got eight where I got more than you. You got six that you got more than me. I will say, I think you had one that you had like four more than me that that specific week where I went like five and nine. Mm. I was like, oh God, that was not a good week for me. Like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, don't listen to me. Uh, but that's I, that. I ain't going to go with the zero, zero, and one stat. You might want to know what that is. It's this Green Bay, um, Kansas City game when, hmm. when, when, when Mister Winston Rogers got COVID, and there was this bad, this this baddie little rule where we couldn't make a change, even though we made our picks on Tuesday. We hadn't yet. 
and he got we, COVID we, and, on Wednesday. And the reason and why I we got to change my pick on Thursday, and he refused and said it had to go in only on Tuesday. We have no rule in place. We did. Why would I pick anybody <laughs> who's starting Hall of Fame quarterback is not playing? Why would I pick him against my team, who I love so dearly? It doesn't make any sense, people. I, you know, come on. But with that being said, we tied. <laughs> so we're back I, where I we wanna, started. I want everybody to understand. <laughs> Would change the tie. It came it down to this one game, that game. It, uh, okay, if we're only game say it's coming down to one. It's game. only one game I'm arguing over. I ain't arguing about any of these other. <laughs> That's the only one I wanted back. And we made a rule, and nah. we and we both utilized it moving forward from that. So we we both learned. <laughs> Leave the drop. Just drop it, sir. I'm done. I said what I had to say. All right. Well, that is going to put a cap on the 2021 season, regular season for that. 